listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Don't be mad because I don't come around the way like I used to. I don't have time these days. I'll keep him busy making power moves. Don't try to don't try to say I don't remember you. You shouldn't let your jealousy show like that. I stopped coming by because of the way you act. Telling my business to kids I don't even know. You like a daytime talk show and that's low so you could tell everyone that i'm jerking you but if you don't like it take it personal hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we are back on a monday everybody's favorite day of the year monday after daylight saving spring forward mm, you say so well it's all everybody becomes a night owl on sunday what a real though i could not go to sleep last night i know you was like we lost an hour didn't we and i was like yeah we did and then you tried to go to bed i was like that's the opposite of how that works but okay and i came into bed later you was like i'm still up i don't know what's going on like because you went to bed and like your body felt it was 9 30 or something it did and i was like okay um uh, yeah sleeping and my, i was like i was you know how you try to force yourself to shut down my was like Mm-mm, what i'm not gonna do is go to sleep and i normally have zero problems with going to sleep mm-hmm. so you know it's something wrong something was wrong um <laughs> you can, uh it's daylight savings it's, it's messing everybody up yeah i wish they'd get rid of that bullshit don't nobody care uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the black guy with tips leave us five star reviews we'll read them on the show you know it'll be a nice time we like being praised you like praising us i mean it doesn't matter where you're from all over the world that we have so many listeners so many fans it's unbelievable i mean honestly we don't have to fake our crowd mm-hmm. numbers like donald trump okay we just <laughs> take pictures of who's in the crowd y'all like it. y'all like to show up we don't have to dock you the numbers we have so much love guys so much love and we appreciate y'all and it's not fake news it's not fake news nope real news um but yeah you can do all that stuff um and uh you can leave voicemails 704-557-0186 make sure they're two minutes or less it will cut you off at two minutes yeah that's the machine y'all that's not us we make them rude although i agree with the machine (laughs) Wrap, wrap it up uh, you can also catch us on um the com, and you can email us the at gmail.com we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do this uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball at bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is sponsored it is brought to you by a very sexy sponsor <laughs> that's right y'all adam and eve is out here trying to help you put some seasoning on your bedroom okay <laughs> they don't want you walking around here with salt and pepper to taste Mm-mm. no you don't want that go to adamandeve.com and they will give you 50 percent off of almost any item when you enter offer code tbgwt and they have a ton of items yeah they do y'all blindfolds ergonomic pillows hitachi wands stuff you swing in stuff you swing uh all kinds of things you need to like use a gasoline diesel power engine <laughs> to rev whatever you need okay yeah they even have stuff that uh use a uh, usb plugs things with pedals come portable on things 
they trying to help you get it in any and everywhere okay and in addition to that half off they'll also give you the big o kit which comes with exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator and it'll help everybody get off uh in addition to that they also give you free shipping so you can get your entire order to you ship to you for free mm-hmm. half off of one item and the big o kit what do i have to do to get that rod code tbgwt in the checkout box that's all i'm asking you to do okay treat yourself it's women's month buy yourself something ladies okay uh so make sure you guys take care of yourself uh men buy your lady something if you are in in a relationship with a lady ladies if you're in a relationship with a lady buy yourself something and if you're in a relationship with yourself fluid bond with yourself okay get some soul ties to your own self is what i'm trying to say uh go to adamandeve.com put it code tbgwt and get all the stuff i just talked about play me out d'angelo you don't have to worry at all cause it's all right let's get into the show show i do have to give a little bit of a warning up front though it's been made aware to me today um we make a lot of jokes here guys we do a lot of jokes i always tell people it's not a safe space people say right it's a safe space it's not Mm-mm. it might be inclusive but it's not safe Mm-mm because everybody gonna get these jokes you never know what the fuck we're gonna say we don't know what we're gonna say we sure don't this is live okay the jokes is the jokes <laughs> fuck it let's do it live we always say the motto of the show is nothing's wrong if it's funny okay people say right humor punches up and doesn't punch down i say that well that's what you believe that is actually not my belief system Mm-mm. those are your beliefs people say uh certain topics are off limits they're never funny and i say nah that's Mm-mm. your belief system that's not mine nope okay i laugh at the jokes when it comes towards me i laugh at the jokes when they when it's on some black shit fucking with black people we laugh guess the race we laugh mm-hmm. articles of people dying horribly we laugh come on somebody got ate by a bear cub them and the baby we laughed yes i did it was unbearable the jokes ah. a man fell into a into a, a, a vat of acid we laughed now the disclaimer i gotta add is if these people are your friends that die what the fuck were you doing laughing at the other what 1800 episodes of jokes because those were people's friends too okay let's get into the show okay we got all kinds of stuff to talk about um first of all i got uh one random thought okay i got one too okay go first yeah it's fine sure yeah okay well my my it's not really a random thought it's just the fact that uh uh, you, because we had talked about it earlier, you had bought me a um, massage, mm-hmm. coupon massage, and shout out to Tiffany Haddish. Shout out to Tiffany, yes. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had a massage in a in a hot minute, and I uh, thank you so much. But I want to tell you, I went, and the massage was so good, like mm-hmm. I just melted away. I don't know what technique she was using, but it just made my body just relax because like up in my right shoulder blade, it's kind of was a knot and I could feel it getting really hard and really tight. Man, after she finished, I could move my arm around and stuff and she was making my muscles twitch and all kinds of shit. She was, I was like, oh, I ain't never felt nothing like this before. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is happening? 
yeah they be trying to work hard for their groupon money because they're trying to get you to come back without the groupon uh, yeah and, and pay full price and shit i might and might request her and it's one of those things where uh particularly if they because i am uh you know how people go tender-headed i'm not tender-headed so my and also my body i can deal with a lot of pressure so she was like you want hard soft or medium i was like honey go go hard go hard real hard honey she went hard and she got all the bumps and lumps and everything else and i felt brand new and it was one of those things where i don't know well you don't because i know for, for you you don't do massages but i love massages and it's one of those things where she was just hitting the right spots for i know i was like <laughs> breathing all hard and shit she made me feel like a brand new woman i'm glad it i'm glad it went well it went well i think i enjoyed it a lot more she was working hard but honey i was enjoying her working hard on my body uh speaking speaking of being hard on the body man i I was gonna say i'm officially old now um because i went to play basketball today and uh i got in there and the list was kind of long and people were weirdly setting up teams and shit it was it was just one of those days and we only had one court and there was probably like 20 people in there so you know for for when you only have like an hour to play it's kind of like man if this shit don't go right it's gonna be whack the whole time and you know do i really want to sit around and wait to play more than once and play with the same people you know all that stuff anyway i just signed a list when i came in and i was in the second game or whatever and with a bunch of people i didn't really know and there was this uh dude on my team that was so bad it he wouldn't not handle the ball so he was dribbling up the court every time okay and he and i want to say in the first we played like five minutes of the game and our team had no points and he had like five turnovers oh he was one on five i called him the one on five guys he just kept dribbling in the people people would be wide open he would dribble into the double team turn the ball over again dribble into the double team turn the ball over again because they don't and you know i my first thought was like hey man pass the ball somebody else should have the ball and then he gave it to another dude was like you run point that dude's not a good point guard either so i was like what what the fuck is happening is am i being punk (laughs) like y'all y'all know just get a ball to me and move you know let's like play ball or whatever anyway this happens for like four or five minutes that we that this is happening and each time i'm just like what am i what is happening you know this is just a bad day from i could already see the way the day was setting setting up like we gonna lose then i'm gonna have to sign up again then i'm gonna be on the team with these niggas again and then we gonna lose again and then i'm gonna need to leave i'm only gonna get to play like once or twice i'm never gonna really get any exercise because it's just gonna be him turning the ball over over and over again and um i did the oldest shit i ever did in my life i i literally walked off the court put my clothes on and walked out i didn't even say nothing to nobody <laughs> i wasn't fussing that's um, what you do and take your ass home come on come on oh uh, one thing about old people old people don't give a fuck what you doing when they when the party over they will take their asses home i just seen the pattern too many times and i was like man this is about to be a waste of an hour of my life right it was things i could do when i get home you know so i was just like let me go home and clean up and i started just thinking of shit like oh i might try to cook lunch or something like that because 
i i was Y'all like not you're not gonna you're not gonna get my blood pressure up young man you know and i didn't argue with him or nothing i mean he should have felt the appropriate amount of shame i'm assuming <laughs> but honestly if you haven't if you haven't felt the shame after two or three turnovers you don't got no shame in you because i would have felt ashamed if i turned the ball over four five times in a row i would have been like oh i shouldn't be playing basketball one of us needed to quit <laughs> right and it would happen to be me but i think he should have quit but since he wouldn't i just took the other way out and spent my time listening to crime time a uh, crime town crime town season two podcast on spotify because that's a good podcast did they ask where you going anything a few people was like what you doing i just put on my shades and walked out like lebron james <laughs> come on <laughs> I was like, i'm like all right y'all that short set like I, I mean y'all seen what's happening on the court i'm not crazy you know y'all see y'all see exactly what the problem is i i did like i said i didn't talk shit it wasn't even about getting in an argument because i think a lot of men want to fight mm-hmm. but i don't i don't really like mm-hmm. fighting people about shit not like now it's just like the the blessing of age is i now see things coming in ways that i didn't when when i was first going through shit right um and you know it's something i talked about you know i've been talking about for a year or two which is trusting my instincts on folks you know just you see these patterns you see these people that you know they live in turmoil or they consistently are fucked up and 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 everything around them is fucked up all the time and so you're like oh one day that person's shit is gonna try to like leak into my plate you know what i mean mm-hmm. like their macaroni and cheese is gonna try to touch my collard collard green juice and it's and gonna be a problem i don't want that Mm-mm. you know so you where's just, the divide right so i start buying my plates pre-divided you know and that's the that's kind of the thing with uh stuff like this is i've been in the, i've been through this rodeo before why go through a day of frustration playing basketball i can come back tomorrow and play with two courts and a different team and be just fine yeah because the thing is you don't mind losing you just want it to be fun yeah yeah i mean just i just hate playing with stupid people and so i was right. like okay cool they don't know they're stupid ain't nobody told yeah. them they play stupidly and you're like you you know you're taking the fun out of this right yeah and it was and like maybe he really thinks he's good or maybe he thought that wasn't that bad or maybe that's just the worst day of his life or whatever but either way it didn't need to involve me it didn't need to be part of my story so come on i just put my pants back on and my um coat and was like all right fellas see y'all tomorrow and and, and went home but I it was did. crazy roger 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 hit them get your hat and coat and leave right. <laughs> uh fuck this shit i'm out come on that is one thing about getting older um you will do that uh i've done that uh before i'm like a a ninja in certain situations particularly in like family functions i won't even tell nobody i'm gone they just look around and i just be out because i'm like i don't have to be here my time is very valuable and i don't have to do any bullshit i don't want to do right and also just at the basketball court what a lot of dudes do is they show out so like somebody fucks up and then they start like yelling at them or you know they say something that's gonna start like a, a conflict like motherfucker pass the ball or whatever and i thought about it for a second like you know i mean obviously he should have passed the ball it was a fucking miracle we was only down like four zero or whatever because the other team for some reason wasn't scoring on us even with him turning the fucking ball over every other play and i was like nah it's just this ain't for me today let somebody that want to try to fix whatever this is 
deal with it you know and uh i went and got in the car and went home man it was just but yeah it was just a milestone for me because i i've never done that before i'm proud of well, i was just like you know what i'm i got another rather than be frustrated for two hours let me just go home and spend some time playing assassin's creed and killing people yeah because you know also you realize that your time is valuable that's one thing about getting old you realize you ain't got to do a goddamn thing you don't want to do yeah no matter how much people beg and plead if i don't want to go damn it i'm not going quit asking me and you know and sometimes depend on you know the situation and if they harass you, you know sometimes you have to get downright nasty with niggas and be like bitch i said no yeah. you don't want to do that but because they won't because they won't respect your no and 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 i think mm. and also the older i've gotten i realized that there's power in no you know once i realized that there's power in no and you have to respect my no and i don't need to give you an explanation because you ain't my boss and this is my free time and, and 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 i'm not held accountable or responsible and there's no pts report or email attached to this no i said no why because i said so god damn it and that's the end of it pts reports yeah you mean tps reports one of them reports oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, but nah i um uh, i the thing for me like i can see patterns and stuff like conflict uh things you know you just live long enough and then like i i'm not joking man i think it's the thing that people that's not there yet probably just really don't understand but turning 40 for me was a big like oh this is a waste of time I, there's other things that are important you want to talk to me nasty cool you want to lie about me you want to you want to get mad angry and blow up in my face like if you're not gonna do shit to me that's your right leave me the fuck alone like i don't have to participate in going back and forth with y'all um and that saved me a lot of time and heartache and i mean it like i think a lot of people say that kind of stuff but they don't mean it like they like to come across like oh i'm so important i'm so big i don't know i just feel like i don't have anything left to prove to people like right only person i'm trying to prove something is to myself every day of like what i can and cannot do and the codes and the tenets that i live by but you know this shit where you gotta live for other people's approval and all that i don't care about any of that shit you will drive yourself nuts a lot a lot of my 20s was because you're still learning yourself was not knowing who you are trying to adapt and adjust trying to be accepted trying to uh you know be in social circles and shit like that but you know what one thing about once you get old you'll be like well i can't speak for everybody i know for me i've always been a loner so me being alone by myself does not bother me so it's okay if i'm not with the crew i'm not with the click i'm not i, I don't have to be in your your crew you know i'm i, I am content going yeah. to the movies by myself and being by myself so well i'm still it's not even just alone that i'm talking about it's just being resolute in like your principles it's not like if that means you have to stand alone cool but it doesn't really mean that a lot of times no. i don't i don't find myself to really be out on a on a bridge by myself when I, I what i really find is that more often than not the stuff that we're voicing on this show resonates with most people even if they're quiet you know even right. if it's not like they might not be a very vocal group of people just writing in all the time to be like yo i feel just like you but it's a lot of people that that feel like us on a lot of stuff you mm-hmm. know where it's like is this conflict worth it is um you can choose your battles you know is uh this friendship worth it dealing with relationships you know i'm very open and honest and authentic uh, authentic about stuff but i still only share what 
i feel comfortable sharing mm-hmm. you know it's not like every time i have a gathering with my friends i'm taking a fucking picture for the internet to post mm-hmm. to be like hey y'all look mm-hmm. me and my friends together you know but at the same time it's not i'm not adverse to that i mean right you know i go to the basketball court talk about with the, with the homies like every week or two you know uh get up with my friends and shit but it, 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 that's not for everybody mm-hmm. you know so it's like a whole like there's there's this like principles and stuff that you have or that i have that i think a lot of people have that is not something you really necessarily throw around right because like why like it's not news I, hopefully everybody's living by this shit hopefully you know we can all relate to the idea of some shit stays offline or some shit uh is not important and so you know there's friendships i've made online some of the closest friendships i've ever had there's friendships same there's yeah you know there's other relationships that soured online and i'm like oh that's because you can't really know somebody from just online you know right. so anyway all that to say man like the maturity of it or the growth of it or just to not give a fuck of it whatever it was man I, i've never done that before i was just like i'm not investing any more emotions into what just happened like this is a, gonna be a bad day i'm gonna obviously be frustrated i'm gonna obviously feel like i wasted my time i can just go home fill up my car with gas run an errand or two and then take my ass to the house so um and plus i don't have another person's schedule i have to live by necessarily so you know i can go back home and be like i'll just try to play basketball tomorrow you know right and also one thing about me particularly since we talk about getting older one thing about me i've realized that whenever i'm off the clock that means it's my time and i get to do whatever i want to do with my time and that's why the older i'm i get i am really into if i don't want to do it i'm not doing it because i'm not paid to be here (laughs) yeah i've always been like that but that's kind of a new experience for you because it really is you're you're very much more of a like a people pleaser Mm -hmm. you know i feel like i'm a relationship perfectionist for the most part but i had to you know learn what is a relationship and what's not because i think you know after you get those as you have social media shit gets blurred and you start being like oh this is a relationship but it's not you know mm-hmm. it's like this is a and social media speeds it up right 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 but you know also just in general like there's certain tenets of a relationship you know um how much do i know about your family you know what kind of shit do we talk about you know is all our interactions in public all our interactions on you know social media for everybody to read that's not necessarily a relationship Mm-mm. you know no offense to people that that's the kind of relationship we have but it's not the same as like you know a true friendship or something like that um and that's fine there's that there's no disrespect to those relationships Mm -mm. but it it takes like so my no was i always loved no because no to me is the real power and it's also the the thing that tells the truth between people if i tell you no and then all of a sudden you start taking shots at me oh okay so i didn't want to do blank and now all of a sudden i ain't shit and and you're the greatest and i'm the worst it's, you know and i and i and i've gone back and said this before luckily for my brain maybe it's a bad thing maybe it's a good but i think it to be good my brain is set up where i don't really believe people's compliments about me mm. you know so mm-hmm. you know like i don't internalize them it's nice but i recognize it can change on the, like that mm-hmm. i can say one thing they disagree and now i ain't shit so for me i i think that has always been something that no of i don't want to go do this i don't want to go to this party i don't want to go to this club i don't want to go to this thing like uh you know i that has not been a thing that bothered me um so 
uh i just make sure to keep that up if anything i was pushing myself a couple years ago to say yes to shit that i normally wouldn't which was good Mm -hmm. it really taught me about boundaries right it taught me about now um, you know what they are yeah it taught me about fear overcoming fear right it taught me about being uncomfortable i mean and i mean i'm still learning you know that every day you should learn something but you know that no though it was always there you know and it's been good to watch you kind of learn to appreciate the value of it because people will run you ragged and we're now we're in a position where we don't really necessarily know who's fucking with us for what reason right right and and it's a process to shift through things and um like roger say for me the most of my youth was spent being a people pleaser and you know it started from a really early age and so you know through my 20s i went through situations where i was used and abused and all this stuff not physically but you know in various different ways but your time and your money and stuff like that so you know went through a lot of heartache and pain and not really understanding and blaming myself and you know but i got to the point that I'm glad I went through that because now I'm like, you had to know what my boundaries were and I know what my boundaries are now. And I used to think, uh, no was a bad thing because I was brought up, particularly being a female. You don't tell people no, you know, saying no is not ladylike to tell people that no, no. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was hard to get the the strength and the backbone to say it, mean it and stand behind it and, and, and follow through with it. Uh, and now I'm to the point that I can do that. And I think that it's very shocking to people when they realize I said no and I meant it, you know, and I said no. And the next time you ask me, it's going to be a no again. And the thing is, <clears throat> for me, it took growth. It took courage because, you know, for some people, it's some people's, their personality is no. Their personality has always been no. I'm not trying to be funny. It's just a part of people. My personality was not like that. So for me, no had to be learned. And a lot of those people don't understand the kind of, and it's a personality thing, the people on the opposite end of the spectrum, they don't understand that. And so um, I have learned that, you know, my words have power, my words have authority, and you have to respect that. And then, like you said, that, that's a part of that growth and getting older. And I'm glad that, and, and, and I do think, because this year I'll be 40, so I do think once you get to a certain age, you've kind of lived, several versions of yourself Mm -hmm. you get to the point that you go okay i like this version of myself because i know i will still adapt and adjust and change and grow and this is not my final form but you know for me i'm glad that i'm here and i'm glad that you was just like i'm not gonna waste my time yeah i mean it definitely it's a lesson but um it's something i'm thankful for the second random thought that i had too was um if you're not throwing cheese in your baby's face do you even love them like how many of y'all out here got perfectly good babies and perfectly good slices of cheese sitting right in your refrigerator and you won't even upload a video of you throwing cheese in your baby's face (laughs) your baby is gonna feel real left out when they get to the 18 years later when the videos are going around the world remember the cheese craze and they gonna be old enough to watch tv and be like why isn't my video you know how everybody was doing the 10 years on facebook okay that's what y'all think i know if i found out my parents didn't throw no cheese in my face when everybody was doing it i'd be like are you even in my life (laughs) are you you even my real parents you know that's just disrespectful honestly to not be throwing cheese in your kid's face right now especially when they're too young to remember 
just throw the cheese in there it'll be a good it'll be a good surprise next time they fucking you know complaining or being ungrateful you know throw that shit up there you know record <laughs> record all they when they get old and they try to buck on you bad on facebook or something you just be like oh oh so you grown but remember when i threw that cheese in your face you bitch ass nigga you didn't do nothing huh say something about that that's what i would do <laughs> i don't have kids <laughs> we and y'all see why cheese too expensive man first of all uh craft singles are not expensive Mm-mm. i'm sorry i know that they're, that, not, they're not doing the good they're not doing expensive cheese i hope that's not classist to say but i feel like you can go to a dollar store and get you some craft singles now come yeah. on now secondly if you ain't got no expensive cheese to throw on your baby's face then maybe you need to work harder at work okay maybe you're spending your money on some money wrong okay you can go into the deli and ask for one slice you ain't got to ask for a whole pound or a half a pound or a quarter pound just ask for one slice man i get one slice of swiss cheese they'll sell it to you that'll be 28 cents sir and then you (laughs) go home and you throw that shit on their face i don't understand why why you why you hating bro sound like some excuses to me but (laughs) that's just my take on the things uh let's see what's in the news um brothers who allegedly helped jesse smollett stage attack feel taken advantage of by someone they trust uh so who gonna tell them that they are on camera buying hate crime the hate crime kit the starter pack hate crime starter pack y'all got the hate crime 101 kit with a maga hats ski mask like what 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 you talking about how you get take how you the one that got y'all beat the nigga up i mean even if you want to say we beat him up because he asked us to you still did that part if you're saying that you were part of the hoax right you're admitting that you beat this man up you knew he wasn't gonna report that y'all beat him up you're saying you took money to beat him up how are you used am i tripping no like y'all was running around looking like full force no jesse smollett was not using y'all what are you talking like pass a personal accountability man this was a horrible thing we did we shouldn't have been involved they they showed up and jesse heard full force get busy one time <laughs> now i'm talking about from house party gonna kick your fucking ass i'm talking about those people oh that full force my bad they was, they was looking like i think that was full force that was looking like them like wait who was that that's not full force i don't know in uh house party? I, I did just, i take that i just know full force was a sinking group okay that's the only full force i know let me make sure i didn't tank that maybe it was the force mds or some shit i don't know about <laughs> well i thought them niggas was full force and house party but yeah oh, somebody said they're the same yeah yeah they're the same one okay okay so they're the same group people yeah so they yeah they showed up ready to with jerry curls ready to whoop somebody ass come on talking about some that's i know they could you i can understand saying i regret it i get that, that. Yes. If you want to say like i was involved and i actually regret being involved in this shit this shit was really stupid and fucked up and i'm sorry and i don't want to go to jail cool but then to be like he used us 
it's unfortunately a very complicated relationship for them because if you are friends and i'm saying hey i'm gonna pay you for training i'm also asking you to do me a favor and the favor was staged the attack she explained i guess this is their lawyer or something um yeah that's uh this 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 entire thing i don't know what to make of it so Sing. every day every day some new shit pop up and i'm like well, well I, I, okay is this serial like what is happening uh, what is next uh, week's episode gonna have come on um fox news strongly condemns host janine Pirro's comments about muslim congresswoman they do not reflect those of the network and we have addressed the matter with her directly said the network sunday night we don't believe you You need more people fox news talking about this islamophobia does not reflect what we believe about the muslim community we strongly condemn janine perro's comments about rep uh representative ilhan omar they do not reflect those of the network we have addressed the matter with her directly Mm -hmm. i i think that they're trying to clean up because the democratic uh uh national the the people that uh, people over the democratic uh what's that the uh, not the convention but their uh speaking stuff that they do they debates mm-hmm. they was like we're not fucking gonna do fox news like we we're mm-hmm. crossing fox news off the list so fox news like well shit we're gonna have to act like we got some sense but i hope they do that i hope they be like fuck y'all because you're yeah. not a real news channel apparently Piro, who hosts a saturday night show oh the hot slot uh the hot slot on the tv saturday night um no, 8 p.m uh she's drawing backlash for saying that representative omar is a is sharia compliant and has practiced sharia adherence behavior by wearing a hijab is her adherence to, to this islamic doctrine indicative of her adherence to sharia law which is antithetical to the u.s constitution she asked uh she attempted to address criticism uh on her show sat- sunday night I've seen a lot of comments about my opening statement from Saturday Night Show, and I did not call Representative Omar un-American. What the fuck did you say then? What What did you say? Just that she, you know, she's just asking questions. She put a question. You know, Fox News. You put a question mark next to something. They act like it's not a statement no more. You know, is Barack Obama a secret Muslim terrorist? You know, it's like yeah. When people would ask, sometimes people say shit. You be like, that is a statement. I know right. you raised in when like what it's still a statement not a question they just throw a question mark on the end my attention was to ask a question and start a debate oh one of those just asking questions but of course because one is muslim does not mean that you don't support the constitution i invite representative omar to come on my show anytime and discuss all the important issues facing america today the fuck i will know they they love they love shitting on you and then being like why don't you come clear this up <laughs> you're not going over there for fucking ratings so you can cut me off and be snappy with me why this person is a muslim terrorist that hates the constitution but i do welcome lively spirited debate she's welcome to come on the show anytime i'm it'll be i'm sure it'll be a very fair balanced discussion Mm-mm. so yeah fox news they do not talk bad about their people very often but they had to say something Mm, they didn't have to say nothing that's why i think this has something to do with them trying to clean up their image to get that money Mm. other than that you think they would have gave a fuck any other time of the year Um, they do this shit all the time 
yeah i'm gonna go with no i'm gonna say they would not care any other time of the year can i'm gonna be on i'm on your side on this um yeah i I mean plus how far do you have to go to even like be offensive like shoot somebody live on there and somebody would still say give you an excuse uh like it's getting to the point like when you probably people there's certain phrases spirit of debate uh let's have a conversation gotta see both sides it's certain buzzwords and phrase words that people like to use that they don't mean let's you know civil you know let's be civil about it and shit like that um i'm I'm to the point now where if we're not starting in good faith or we're not starting at the point where everybody sees everybody's humanity while there's no conversation to be had past that point yeah i think also um for people like that it's 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 a i'm trying to think of the best way to phrase it because i don't feel sympathy for them but it's Mm -hmm. something where i feel like put it this way i understand how they get confused because they go on tv and they say offensive shit every night right and then one night out of every four years fox news is like went too far but i guarantee you if you made a montage of her statements about muslims for the last five six years i guarantee you this is just one in a long line of shit that she said that we would be like that is very islamophobic and this time they chose to go we're not with the shit right and i guarantee you some of the other shit she says probably worse than this mm. so that's why i said money's at stake that's the only why i fucking care yeah so uh speaking of caring megan mccain breaks down in tears uh on the view um because they started talking about um her i believe it was her father's uh hold on her party's selective outrage about anti-semitism because i mean you got to consider they want ilhan ilmar uh, omar uh thrown out of uh out of her like out of her office mm-hmm. they, they they're like her she's is she's uh anti-semitic they're the party of white supremacists right white supremacists hate jewish people too just because some jewish people pass as white does not mean white supremacists are cool with jewish people <laughs> no they are not steve king steve king trump all these people hate jewish people too so to then try to be like to parse it on some like there's no no they have no business calling out omar as anti-semitic while also have housing white nationalists in their party um so they had like a little on both sides right yeah um, this issue is a really intense one for me, and, and just bear with me, because I know, Sonny, you and I in particular don't always agree on this. And I want to say, first and foremost, anti-Semitism shouldn't be a left or right issue. It, I don't think we should be politicizing it on either side, because as we know, if it's a tiki torch person in Charlottesville saying Jews will not replace us, or if it's the, right. we had Barry Weiss on to talk about sort of these uh, more dog whistle moments that in my my view, Ilhan Omar is doing, and she, uh, as of Saturday, hadn't been able to go on, have gone 15 days without saying something anti-Semitic. What's interesting about this is that she is an up-and-coming rising star in the Democratic Party. She's on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine right now. She fits a lot of boxes that Democrats like. She is the first Somali-elected member of Congress. She's the first woman, uh, or excuse me, first of two Muslim women elected to Congress. And she's the first minority woman to serve from Minnesota. And the problem is right now is there's pressure to support her within the Democratic Party because identity politics and intersectionality is something that is important to Democrats. Mm -hmm. And I think this at this specific moment, this is a watershed moment for Democrats. A lot of Jewish people in this country, I think, are being asked, 
with the rise of anti-Semitism in this country, is it more important to defend party politics or is it more important to defend anti-Semitism? And we and, can have conversations. And if I'm not mistaken, Joy Behar is Jewish and she's on The View as well. So it'll be interesting to see what she says. Because I think Republicans are trying to act like they're speaking for Jewish people, but do y'all even really fuck with them? Yeah, and, my, and the thing is like i said the thing is killing me mm-hmm. you basically said she's the first this first this first this first this but then you turn around and say it's identity politics like what the fuck are you talking about right what also is- why is she the first that's the problem that she's the fucking first right why is she the first that's the problem in a country she's the first person to ever get this job in this country but we're not asking like what's wrong with the country that this is now the first in 2019 right you we're ask- saying what's wrong with her instead that's so wild i'm sorry i'm trying to play you know how it does has to i think try to load or something so just give it a couple hours and uh we'll get right back to it anyway uh (laughs) like i said and and the thing about her this is um what you call his daughter right yeah john mccain right the thing is i'll talk aside if you're going to be this sensitive about shit about your daddy and and she, it's like this is shit you're gonna have to deal with because people ain't gonna let it go you own a show that kind of talks about the shit this of the day mm-hmm. and you've got to deal with it like that's a part of the gig conversations dog. all day long about how you feel I mean, about object israeli politics yes excuse me if you object to it mm-hmm. we can have a conversation all day long about how you feel about palestinian politics how you feel about israeli politics how you feel about netanyahu but in the same way that i fear what's happening with corbin and the uk i fear that it's seeping its way over here in the yes. united states yes and i just present this question which may be an uncomfortable one if what ilhan omar has been saying for the past few weeks were said by a white republican male what how would you be reacting to it right now i mean for me um I'm a, I, object, I object to it no matter who says it. I, I meant I'm asking the proverbial oh, I, question. The other thing that, why are they always concentrating on Israel is what I want to know. There's a little tiny place apart in the world. I mean, she's from Mogadishu. Does she object to things they do there? I'm, I'm assuming she does. Mm-hmm. And Yemen and Libya and Syria and all the hot spots all over the world. And yet this seems to be the focus of a lot of people mm-hmm. around the world, including the UK and yeah. here. Uh, Israel, Israel, Israel. And uh, why? Why that particular country it's very suspicious to me can i say that i 100 percent agree with you on that and i i think that we should be talking about human rights violations globally everywhere in iran gay people can be thrown off of buildings for simply being gay women can't wear tank tops in the street right. without being stoned there are human rights violations going around globally and i agree with you my question to ilhan omar so joey behar kind of went with the what about you know what about everywhere else and i find these comments to be anti-semitic as well um at least according to what she said because she said she'd object to it no matter who said it so that doesn't sound like she got uh omar's back on that but like i said i knew omar would have controversial takes because you know the shit people say on twitter is just not the same thing as what's being said in mainstream news and so there's a cost to be paid for saying this shit is why specifically this area of the world why specifically this group of people and just just putting a button on this because i know you've let yeah. me filibuster she is on um the, a committee a foreign relations committee that will be in charge of what happens globally with our diplomacy i'm uncomfortable with that in the same way that i was uncomfortable with steve king being on that well, well to well. your question joy yeah um i think we should talk about the com- oh okay well let's just let that load um 
I don't yeah, know what it is. It's funny though when when a particular event that oh. that she made oh, that okay. has spurned all of this discussion, right? There are many comments. There are many comments, though. but the comment that she made that we're talking about that the resolution has come from, she said, "So for me, because she she has apologized for the other comments for two of the because, comments. Well, she also had a lot of pressure to apologize. Um, to apologize. So the comment she said was, so for me, I want to talk about the political influence in this country that says it is okay for people to push for allegiance to a foreign country. Uh-huh. And I want to ask, why is it okay for me to talk about the influence of the NRA, of fossil fuel industries, or big pharma, and not talk about a powerful lobby that is influencing policy? That's what she said. And people say that that is anti-Semitic. Um, when we had really Barry, no, let me just oh. finish. When um, we had Barry Weiss on as an expert in what is anti-Semitic and what isn't, I asked her, is it okay to talk about Israel's policies and not be called anti-Semitic? And she said and yes. And she said yes. She said where it crosses the line is when you say that Israel does not have the right to exist that that is when it crosses the line. Now, Omar has never that. suggested no. that Israel does not have the right but to can exist. I say what she has said? So, to yeah. me, um, it finish. seems to me that Republicans are trying to use this as a wedge issue. I'm re- uh, I don't know why I keep freezing. Oh, no problem. But she got her in her place. She was like, bitch, we let you talk. No, you're not going to keep interrupting me. Right. And I'm the one reading it rather than just going off of my feelings and saying what I think. Cause you know Megan talked. Megan talked real, real um, vague. She talked real vague rather than get specific with the comments and the why it's a problem and what exactly makes Omar uh, anti-Semitic. Um, Think that not you. Um, She's not talking about you. You know this selective outrage um, is is kind of crazy because i don't think that the republicans have moral high ground here but it seems like democrats I think are upset that too, kevin though. mccarthy has used this this anti these anti-semitic tropes i think that jim jordan just recently yes. and I, you know I, tweeted I, I, this against tom Steyer. against and right remember that ilhan um omar in the west uh virginia republican party just had this huge poster yeah the 9-11 poster with the towers in the background and then her in the in the front and it said never forget or something like that as if her being in involved in the country's politics means superimposed with her face with 9-11 terrorists and i haven't heard any outrage about that coming from the republican party you know, so, and all that all right. say all right. is that this selective outrage and i will tell you i take this very personally as a woman of color who has it's, you know, been the subject of so much bigotry, and what a lot of people don't know is that my grandfather is Jewish. He is a Sephardic so, Jew. And so I have, you know, my family members have received a lot of bigotry. So, you know, I, 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 I've experienced firsthand in my family anti-Semitism and bigotry so, for being black. And so I, I, I just, right. this whole, you know, thing, Funny, I think it's just a distraction. Just let him answer. Are you comfortable with me speaking now? Are we comfortable with me rebutting now? Yes. Okay. So she also said Israel has hypnotized the world, suggested that Jews in Israel have bought U.S. politicians all about the Benjamins, mm-hmm. implied that American Jews have divided loyalties, and it's okay for people to push allegiance to a foreign country. I again say, why this obsession with Jerusalem and Israel? Why this obsession with this specific area of the country? And as you said, as you've said many times, these are dog whistle comments for for Jewish Americans. Yes. They are. We agree. And they and they hear what she's saying. And 
And she has to apologize for that. But you have to admit, you have to admit, Megan, that it is disingenuous of the Republican Party to go after her. Her point when they are backing a president who is committing human rights violations all over the world. Since we're talking about, about, I take this very personally. I, I, I would go so far as to say I, I probably verge on being a Zionist as well. But I will say that I don't have family that is Jewish, but Joe Lieberman and Hadassah Lieberman are my family. Yeah. And I take the hate crimes rising in this country incredibly seriously. And I think what's happening in Europe is really scary. And I'm sorry if I'm getting emotional. You support a party that is part of the reason hate crimes are on the rise like donald trump dissed your daddy and you still get on tv and cake for that party i'm sorry but these white woman tears don't do nothing for me same i mean i I, mean, I appreciate her being sad and stuff i'm sorry that that she feels that way that sucks you know if she really feels like these are this her family members and all that stuff if if that's true at all but this just seemed like white woman crying and then everybody's supposed to stop doing what they doing and be like well i guess we don't need to talk about facts because your feelings are more important than the motherfucking facts it's a distraction it's a tactic that hey i feel like everybody's attacking me so since we're we're I want to talk, and so me crying will stop everybody and make everybody feel fat bad. But the 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 facts are the facts, right? And like I said, no nobody really. I don't know. It didn't move me. I was like, okay, you crying and dry your tears up. Here's a napkin. Let's get back to it. Right. Oh yeah. You know, and for that black lady, she's real smart. Smart people don't last long on this show. She's too smart right. and intelligent. I give. I don't even give her years. She'd be fucked. Cause anybody with any form of intelligence would have been like, "Oh, these bitches is dumb on mouth." Yeah. Like most most people that's really smart and they read and research on that show, they don't last long because they was like, "This is dumb." And I'll point one more thing out because I've been talking about it for a while, and it's one of the reasons I don't really talk much about Israel because I don't truly understand the ins and outs of the of what can be discussed about it um but joy behar who a lot of people have a lot of respect for as a jewish woman she thinks ilhan omar's comments were anti-semitic she's also a bleeding democrat and all that type of shit i don't know where to put this stuff and it feels like nowadays if you say you don't know something you're not an internationalist something's out of your depth it's it's like the thing to do is to jump on you or something but then if you say the wrong thing the thing to do is to jump on you look at terry cruz who hopped in the feminism pool and had never read a book and now he's getting fucked up left and right and can't say nothing on twitter without fucking up like sometimes it's best to stay in your lane you know yeah. and that's one of the reasons i don't really talk about this shit because i literally I, i'm looking at her comments and being like okay if that's true then i guess that is messed up and then they're like well these are tropes these are anti-semitic dog whistles this is and you got megan mccain agreeing with joy behar on this so there's some level of it that i just am not privy to i I, and i just i i know enough to know i don't know yeah i right i know what i don't know and it's not my experience and i'm okay with people saying i don't know i don't know why we live in a society now but saying i don't know is is worse than not giving an answer people treat those things the same and they're in and they're and they're not the same i don't know is an answer but people, you know, because it's it's a catch twenty two. 
if i talk about shit i don't know nothing about and then i say some shit that i'm ignorant about people gonna say why did you talk about it anyway well then if i turn around and i go i don't know people go well you ought to be educated in this to get an answer nobody knows everything fact but everybody wants to act like they're a fucking expert i live here in america and truth be told most americans don't give a fuck about the rest of the world because we're just raised americans in general is america first you know in them other parts of the world that's ignorant yes but that's how most americans are raised you learn about other parts of the world as you get older and as you do research and all that stuff and my bad joy behart is not jewish she's italian catholic my fault but go ahead no no oh, i just just because somebody's gonna write in later and i don't want to go through it so go ahead oh no problem and so um you know i feel like it's okay for me to say i don't know because i don't know that's yeah. that's outside of what i know yeah and even with her being like it's anti-semitic she believes that she not even so she not jewish and she believes that i just know i don't have the depth mm-hmm. so you know and i think one of, one of the big mistakes a lot of people have is they look at twitter and they just regurgitate what they see on twitter as fact and they just go well if people are saying it on twitter then it's popular or it's right um because things can be popular on twitter and social media that's just not popular in real life and that people don't agree with in real life it you know it's it's one of the things i always thought was funny with uh president obama i always go to this example because he's probably the most median famous black person of our time but whenever people would be like why doesn't he just say blank and i'm like you can say that to sixteen thousand followers right that just have selected your opinion who fuck with you every single day who love what you got to say for the most part and gonna co-sign it or ignore it if they disagree he's not in a position where he's only talking to people who agree with him he's talking to an entire country many of which do not agree with him right to a certain extent most of them have a problem with him being black and being in that office even the liberal ones you know this you talk about liberal white people and how they ain't shit all the time this motherfucker gotta go there every day and talk to them to to keep the country out of chaos and and yet people would basically like shit on him for that but it's like well now we have a counter example it took a while but now we have some of what happens when really progressive liberal leftist people get in power get in positions where their words are now heard by more than just a few people on twitter or some guy some people on youtube like now your stuff is heard by everybody and look at this response yeah shit don't it's go crazy too well. you know like you can't detach and, it, and it's a lot of moving pieces you can't detach her her brownness you can't detach her uh her her, her womanness you can't detach her muslimness from any of this backlash she's getting but you also know that we don't have any politicians that talk like this so this is like uh, this is like new territory for a lot of people and they the world was not ready for her to say these things Mm-mm. now it doesn't matter sometimes you got to say shit before the world's ready to hear it, it don't matter right if it's the truth it's the truth but it's been interesting to see what the response was because i'm seeing people that never agree come together to be like well yeah this is anti-semitic and i'm like that that was wow you know same thing with mark lamont hill like and and it's it's crazy i don't know i don't know there's so many moving parts of this shit it's you know people doubling down on hanging out with farrakhan but at the same time want america to divorce itself from from israel like it's it's so i don't know how people can make sense of all of that at the same time um like that so but but i'm sure they know better than me um let's see what else we can do 
pope francis just declared an all-out battle on clergy sex abuse oh so now now it's time okay what's the all-out battle gonna be is anybody going to prison right if not what's what's the battle what you moving them to another convent like moving them to another place in the world y'all might as well be sexabuse.com like that's what y'all do like y'all are sex abusers that hold church every once in a while as well like we have mass and then also we abuse people yeah, we abuse the kids we abuse the nuns have come out now right, the nu- right. because you know for years it's always been the running theme of catholics abuse children you know um and, and little boys it's always like the they won't let them be gay they they you know that 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 whole gay shaming slash homophobic bullshit that people pull where it's like any pet a pedophile is the same as a gay man you know that shit um but what's not talking about is how many nuns have lived in silence and not spoken out about their abuse you know it's just it's insane like that he would feel like he's in a position to to (sighs) well let me just say this i hope he's telling the truth and i hope that he's serious and i hope they start sending motherfuckers to, be- to jail only time and actions will tell yeah we are dealing with abominable crimes that must be erased from the face of the earth even a single case of abuse must be answered with the utmost seriousness he also said the church would spare no effort to do all that's necessary to bring to justice uh nice words but we have no reason to take them seriously especially when they come from francis first of all just a brief aside what does he mean by all-out battle has the church not been doing this already right secondly we've heard we was only battling half speed before but now it's on new year's resolution okay now we full speed new year new me secondly we've heard these promises before in the early 2000s at the boston globe uncovered rampant sexual abuse in the boston archdiocese the catholic church promised a vigorous and thorough house cleaning it was not so vigorous and thorough as we were led to believe it's evidenced by reports from chile australia and pennsylvania further let's not forget that it was a disgrace now leocized hope i said that right former archbishop of washington dc theodore mccarrick who led the church's response to the boston globe reporting he served in this capacity despite it being known for years within the church that he was a sexual predator worse than the cruel joke of a known sex pest heading the response to the boston clergy abuse scandal is the fact that mccarrick went on to flourish in the catholic church rising so high as to become one of the francis's top allies and all this even at the pope emeritus benedict the xvi said to uh sorry roman noodles uh said to uh to uh, the 14th anyway said to impose restrictions on the now disgraced cardinal the fact that mccarrick was also was able to thrive under francis despite his sexual predilections being an open secret to church leaders brings us to the second point which is that the current pope has given us reason to distrust him specifically on the issue of addressing clergy sexual abuse they said it's the 16th oh okay there we go sorry x 16 close enough when francis was accused <laughs> when francis was accused last year by archbishop carlo maria vigano of enabling men who were known to the church leaders of sexual predators including mccarrick the couple chat chatty to a fault pope oh wait i'm sorry the normally chatty to a fault pope refused to address the issue instead francis dismissed the matter casually saying i will not say a single word on this yeah okay good luck to everybody dealing with that shit um i would still you know watch myself because i don't think i don't trust him 
uh let's see what else we got here um when you factor in family duties the average working mom works 98 hours a week Mhm. Mhm. i believe that yep working moms and moms in general don't get enough credit for all that they do which is pretty much work all the time even when they're not getting paid for anyone out there who doesn't understand just how diligent you are or why you always look so darn tired all the time you'll want to show them this new findings that sum up just how many hours you really work a week welch has recently commissioned a study of 2,000 american mothers between uh with children between the ages of 5 to 12 is else so you're not even talking about the toddler ages which is like probably the most time intensive period of a baby's life right and they were saying that uh uh they had to study out those have smaller children they were saying you use like six years worth of sleep when they're small because yes until they get adapted and adjusted it's a process mm-hmm. um so it, it's aimed at discovering the it's aimed to discover the useful tools resources and techniques moms use to keep their lives and their family lives afloat the most astounding founding was um average the average working mom clocks in 98 hours per week with her day typically starting at 6 23 a.m she doesn't end up finishing her work or family duties until 8 31 p.m meaning she works 14 hours per day um yeah i mean that sounds about right and yeah, that's if and you that's got the, the kids that go to bed at that time and that's if you count that as you know what i mean and, like, that, and that's average you know because you have some women that get up way earlier than that and they go to bed way late after that and that's if you don't have like a man that's like also not pulling his share right so then that, you gotta take care of this nigga right and it's like another child and people men right. don't be wanting to hear that but it, it really it's that woman is like a fucking child because it's like well you're not really assisting right if you don't want to be a burden then don't be um so yeah when it comes to me time the average mom according to the study says she only gets about an hour and seven minutes to herself each day um shit that's almost what you get in prison uh hour yard time a day yeah because it has to be a lot particularly when you know when children are smaller and stuff like that and you know it it and it wears you out because the thing about mom your mom all the time mm-hmm. and so that's why a lot of women lock themselves in the bathrooms and shit like that because for some women that's the only time they can literally be to themselves without somebody else needing or wanting or desiring their attention yeah and i almost would like to see a study just to say see what the men clocked in at because i mean i'm sure it's less time but i wonder what it is you know what i mean because mm-hmm. obviously you work that's your 40 hours a week or whatever but then like how much stuff at home are you adding to that um but also kids man they're a lot of work they really are and people underestimate that and 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 people underestimate just parents in general but just the way a, a traditional household goes you know it's starting to break and a lot of people are starting to get out of those gender roles when it comes to, to household uh and and like you do this and i do that uh, but I think for uh, a lot of people, they underestimate how time-consuming it is. Yeah. Like, literally, you're up before your children. You got to get them up, get them ready for school, do breakfast, and all this other, you know, type type of thing. And then when you don't rest, guess what? You're, 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 you don't have patience. <laughs> when, you, when you don't rest, you get angry quick. You know, you, these, are, these are real because you're, you're a human being. You know, when you don't rest, you're not able to, to, to fully do everything at a hundred percent when you're not properly rested yeah but imagine going through all of that stuff 
and you don't throw a slice of cheese on a baby's face like <laughs> get some for you <laughs> i'm trying to help you out sis 98 hour weeks and you you scared to throw a little cheese on somebody's face you appreciate it later i'm just saying that's the me time that'll be some good me time you know i'll take an extra 30 seconds make it an hour eight minutes and 30 seconds or whatever they said it was uh for the for the daily me time i mean shit they they ungrateful anyway get you get you a viral video out of it you know you never know what's gonna happen on the ground uh all right let's do some fuck with black people we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with the we assign point scores from zero to 100 at intervals of 25 today's contestants it's everybody again y'all hey they back uh all right wait how many times i hit this stop <laughs> the band was getting out of control um i know who's back in the news for fucking with black people who yes jules remember her white woman with a big ass she said uh she had a t-shirt one time that said something like something about niggas and she was like can i i guess i could wear this today and everybody was like what you say white woman you don't remember this we covered on fuck with black people a long time ago let me let me google her um but yeah it was like a i mean i can put it on the screen but it was like a t-shirt that says something like i don't know something about some niggas like basically it was her way of making a joke about the n-word yeah i probably do once i see it but you know me i don't be remembering these people yeah well that's probably for the best you know i feel I like really don't hopefully a lot of people don't remember her because i feel like she's also one of those people that's a bigger deal on black twitter and instagram and shit than probably she should be in real life and in real life she hosts parties and she has a lot of people that follow her on instagram and stuff but it's not like she's uh a tastemaker in the culture mm. you know but it but today of all days we do have to talk about her because she kind of um she does occupy this space in hip-hop where oh go ahead karen i'm sorry oh no karen civil i remember i seen that name trending so this is why the name was trending something with yes jewel person okay mm-hmm. karen civil, civil and scotty beam i feel like we've covered i feel like scotty bean said crazy shit on here before too and i just don't remember what it is at the time oh you know and I you know agendas know. on social media flip the fuck up because it's like if two people are problematic but you like the fact that one of them is like going at the other one then for that day they cool you know so i do remember people kind of shitting on scotty bean but maybe they came around or maybe Scott- she's she's changed scotty bean is that a rapper so black woman tv show like host personality i told you i don't know who none of these people is yeah i know uh so yeah it's year 2019 unfortunately yes jules is still a thing oh who wrote this hip-hop wire the so-called influencer and brand took shots at karen civil and scotty beam and that got the internet to gathering up the culture vulture by her stringy ponytail a sister must wrote this (laughs) no no lance strong shout out to him yes jules goddard was a guest on the easily offended podcast with murder mook it's biz kit and movie matt 
Mm-mm, that's some young people talk you just said <laughs> it's a wildly shared snippet of the podcast well i mean i will say this a show called easily offended going viral for having a clip where people got offended sounds pretty on brand and right. it is one of those things where there are certain people that really get off on offending everybody so i mean i guess in a way they got what they wanted out of it correct you know if this i mean i'm gonna play the clip so i guess they kind of got what they wanted you know a lot of people are trying to occupy the like breakfast club lane of like Mm. we just want a moment that goes viral and they got that so i mean in a way they kind of got everybody uh if that's their goals it's sad that that's people's goals like that's the only thing they care about but uh, any attention is good attention but as you may have noticed those are three black men and yes jules is a white woman uh yes jules tries to explain the reasoning behind her asking to wear a shirt that featured the n-word on the front and then demanded her respect for bringing rolling loud to prominence which is like a thing a concert along among her many other claims to fame um now i have these clips um and i will play them for you guys okay Um, they're mostly short oh shit okay Okay. it is it's that this clip is called she said yes jules says joe button lied on her so um where you from miami i'm puerto rican and italian all right well then you have it okay so it's two black dudes a white dude and yes jules um and i think they're clapping because they want to the black the one black dude is super like you'll see as the clips go on but he's like super excited about having her on and supporting her um but he's basically trying to be like a white puerto rican so now her ass she's a woman of color her ass not fake and she can say the n-word congratulations you didn't buy it right hey mystic i don't know you didn't buy it right you didn't buy it no i didn't shout out to joe button for lying on his podcast saying that i bought my ass because i didn't and he knows oh, talk that. to that sorry nigga talk we, to him sorry Focus we on. never got to go to dinner joe um i was a little busy when you were hitting me up but so oh shit wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> uh so the one dude is giving her like the full like def jam stand up and walk away from my seat you know uh this is woo this white girl spilling the tea <laughs> wait a minute you no, said I'm not, no for real because oh no listen, i'm just this is for real listen, so here's the thing i'm pissed off because here's what happened wait when you said joe, you said dinner you joe said dinner. had me on his podcast he asked me to come on his podcast i came on the podcast he was super cool i fuck with joe he was super cool his team was cool his team was funny oh, after that we ended up um yeah i might need something after that so after that um she later goes on to say that he tried to like dm her um but you have to peep the circumstances behind this um this whole because she's trying to expose him as like he tried to fuck me y'all um but it's like she felt he owed her a favor in a time when she was getting roasted for that n-word t-shirt shit all of us like me and my homies that came to the podcast to his house for a podcast or whatever Mm -hmm. we all went to the city got lunch chilled hung out um and then after that uh he would hit me up randomly just like to hang out or whatever and i was just like never able to hang out then one night i'm in a movie and he calls me three times in a row joe budden randomly right 
I was with a dude. I was. De- I'm in a movie with a dude. I'm. I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And Joe Budden co- pops up on my How phone. How long ago was this? Three times. This was like a couple years ago. Okay. So, I, so I pick up just in the middle of the movie, just so my dude knows, like, I'm, you know, it's nothing weird. So I'm like, Yo, Joe, what's up? He's like, Man, I'm at Kith right now, and they playing me. You need to tell your homie, like, they can't be treating me like this here. I'm like, Yo, yo, yo calm down. What happened? He's like, Nah, I'm about to give it to this cashier, man. You better tell. You better call Ronnie and tell him right now that he's got that he's got somebody over here that's about to get beat. And I was like, What happened? He's like, They won't let me return these sweatpants. And I was like, all right, let me talk to Ronnie. Give me a second. So <laughs> I'm dead ass. Listen, so, listen, and it's nighttime. I'm in a movie. He called yeah. me three times about some $400 sweatpants. So listen, so I call Ronnie. I was like, listen, Ronnie, you know I hate to bug you about this right now. And Ronnie is chill Jewish man. He hates he hates drama. He's in bed by 9 o'clock. He's got his wife. He don't care about any of this clout mm-hmm. shit. So I'm like, yo, can you do me a favor, man, and just call the uh, the the store in uh, Soho and let them and tell them to let uh, Joe Budden return those sweatpants? It was open at that time, the store. The, in in Soho. Okay, okay. So I was like, yeah, let him return the sweatpants. So Ronnie's like, man, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, please, just do it for me. So he's like, let me call you back. Boom, boom, boom. Movie's over. Ronnie calls me back. Jules, my store clerk just sent me a screenshot of a picture of Joe wearing the sweatpants outside his stoop or at his house. And I'm like, what? And he, I'm like, yo, send it to me. He sends me the picture. Joe's wearing the sweatpants. So now he makes me look crazy because he wore the sweatpants. And he was, yeah, I wore them in a picture. I didn't like them. I'm trying to return them. I said, yo, I can't. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he you just made me look crazy. And just return them because you got them off the picture. Because- so, yeah. So basically, ever since then, we didn't really, like, converse after that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of thought he was a clown. So after that, <laughs> after that, we didn't converse. So then... Oh, shit. Let I me, fuck with this nigga. I ain't gonna lie. I fuck with you. I know why I fuck... No, because, no, me and Joe is cool. I don't... I, I, wait, listen, no, no, hold on. Wait, record, wait, wait, like wait, wait. Obviously, it's the funniest thing he's ever heard. I'm about to say this overreacting. <laughs> She's a white woman with a fat ass, carrying every black man's weakness. He can't help himself. He gotta have some... Is it uh, the kryptonite? It's, it is. We, this is why we the weakest link. I, really yeah. thought, I didn't know it was said niggas lie, lie. All right, so cool. that's the shirt, right? So I tweeted the shirt and I said, I'm about to wear this, or should I wear this tomorrow? And yeah. that was like me hoping that he would see it and know that I'm mad at him, yeah. right? Cause I'm- so it's something about niggas lie is the shirt. Something about niggas lying. And she tweeted that to everyone, not just the Joe Button, not and saying, I hope he would see it. So this is all just an inside this to joe button and then she got dragged for because everybody's like why do white women want to say niggas so bad just because you fuck black dudes also this isn't her first rodeo like she's also like done the black women got a problem with me when i come in the club because they jealous and so she's done that shit too um so it's not in a vacuum so people already got it out for her and then she did this shit any of this ringing a bell my answer in his text i can't tell him i looked at his phone all this stuff right Maybe 10 seconds after I tweeted that, my whole world fell down. Like, literally, the pit of my, like, my heart was in the pit of my stomach, and I just knew, like, oh, shit, I fucked up. Like, this is really bad. Why, though? Yeah, because... Because people... I'm lost. She she tweeted it. Jules got, you know... I had a couple hundred thousand followers, and I tweeted, I just, I just, it was literally a picture of the shirt, and it said, should I wear this to the festival tomorrow? So, the, the, the shirt says, niggas lie a lot. And she put that's to, a problem as a question mark. Should I wear this to the festival tomorrow or not? Nah? And then the eye emojis like I'm looking at something. And let me tell you right there what that is. That is niggas get letting her get way too comfortable. That's black men that want to fuck 
letting her be cool around them because they think they're gonna get some ass because anybody else would have checked that and been like come on man you just gonna look stupid it's not about the principle of like because i'm so woke i'm not even talking about that some of y'all got white friends that y'all probably let say the n-word around y'all that's y'all's business but y'all also go hey man but when we out you know that's ours that's our thing i don't vouch for all the other black people and i also don't say go on social media saying this shit and think i'm supposed to like do something for you like how can i have your back on this without me looking like a fucking coon and people bro. were like, "No, bitch, you're white." Boom, boom, boom. You know yeah. all this kind of stuff. Her, her, it was it was lit. Soon as like soon as she put that tweet out with it was it, it was the most trending thing on the internet for 24 hours. Yeah. I had people really? like Earl yeah. Sweatshirt telling people to jump me when they what see me. What day was this? I had this was three was years, ago, years ago. Yeah, like 2016. Really? So that was the first. So that was the first thing. So then when that happened, then people started creating this narrative of me being racist and a culture vulture. And a culture vulture, right? Mm-hmm. Because first of all, people already had that narrative, but they just had nothing to support it with. They're like, what would make them have that narrative? Well, because they're like, why is Yes Jules hosting Rolling Loud? They're like, it's a hip hop festival. Oh, why, okay. why isn't it somebody else hosting that? Guess what? Because it's from Miami. I'm a Miami girl, and I've been doing hip hop shows in Miami for five years. That's why. You know what I mean? And those are my friends, and I help them get artists to perform. I help them get sponsors, and I you put in the work. You put yeah, in the work. Yeah, put in the work. That's why I'm hosting. You know, so people okay. feel that I should not be in certain positions that I'm in in this community or culture. Oh, you got you can, you can say their names and shit on here. That's what I'm saying. Um, Scotty Beam, um, Karen Civil. Um, a lot of people feel that I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It should be them instead. But we all two black women. She named then she tried to make it seem like the problem was jealousy not the shit she said that's like this is the kind of gaslighting shit that people do you know what i mean in positions like this like i'm not saying there's no element of jealousy to some of the shit right i mean i'm not even trying to demean her work she may have really put in i'm sure she put in some work i mean like you know the whole instagram shit i mean if we're gonna respect the other people that have made it up off of instagram and made a life off of that we're gonna respect cardi we're gonna respect the kardashians and we're gonna respect you know all these prominent people that have gone from instagram to being like in your everyday names and shit i get why you were you know she might feel slighted that people didn't respect her work but that's not all it is to it mm-hmm. you know like it's not like every white woman got this problem you know what i mean for a lot of white women in hip-hop ain't got this issue baby right like it's not like every white woman's walking around it's just like yeah man you know everybody hates that white woman it's just certain ones you say certain shit you the mannerisms the 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 you know even the affectation of the name yes jewels with the z and shit like i get why people was like yeah man something about her freaks like doesn't rub rub me the right way and then she also happened to be like niggas lie a lot and uh black women be looking at me in the club and it's like mm, are we really sure the problem's not you i'll do very different things me and karen do not do the same thing i don't give so a what fuck y'all about doing dinners or? at louis vuitton i don't give a fuck about doing a radio show every single day my interests are different from scotty's my interests are different from theirs you know but yeah. i enjoy giving people experiences i enjoy hosting stuff so Anyways. So just to, to ask a clarifying question there, like, do you think that you did anything before that to give them a reason? So or yeah, I'm gonna just get, because so, you're... So here I'm going to give... So when I was 19... Mm. Why did it stop there? Um, hold on, let me go to the next clip then. Maybe they'll explain it there. But, um, 
yeah like she's she's uh, yeah. sorry she's consistently playing the no, victim never i no. How did you grow up around black people you grew up how did you it was just a bunch of kids in there like there was black people spanish people I'm saying, there was school, no white school, kids like school like i started uh i moved to boston when i was tw- when i was eight from eight to twelve i was raised with white people eight when, to I, 12? Okay. when i left boston and went back to florida mm-hmm. i was back with hispanics and black people it's like one of those things where it's okay to like how when Mugu's saying Puerto Rican this and that. It's okay for certain people at I certain times to say it till it ain't though. Yeah, but it's like one of those. That's why, like, like but, it's, it, uh, y'all, here's the thing. Know, I don't care. I don't want to say it, and I'm not. I'm not right. even like trying. That's not my my thing. So here's the thing. When that T-shirt tweet, I came, guess they're talking about nigga, mm-hmm. okay. right? Because I have been on his podcast, I reached out to Joe. I text messaged him and I said, yo, so I reached out and I said, listen, I feel like I fucked up and I, and I want your opinion on how I should approach this because A, I didn't, t- I personally didn't type it or say it. So I really don't feel like I was offending anybody, but I get why people are offended. How should I approach this? And then I'm, he didn't no, write back. And then Cynthia went on Twitter and was like, fuck this bitch. He has jewels. Boom, 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 boom. His girl. So I guess his girl oh, saw that I reached out. Santana. That's um, Joe Budden's girl, uh, wife now, I think. That I had reached out to him. But his girl didn't have a problem with him reaching out to me three times about the sweatpants. But she had a problem with me reaching out to him, asking him for his help. Mm. Right? So then that's when she went on Twitter and dragged me. And then that's when he decided to go make a whole The Yes Jules debacle podcast for 45 minutes. Mm. Where he said and claimed that I got surgery because I want to look like a black woman. Mm. And that's what he said in his podcast. So from there, that really snowballed the whole narrative of... Yes, Jules wants to be XYZ or is XYZ. Mm. So, first mm. of all, I've never had surgery in my life. My body is my body. I've had my body this way. I don't believe in altering myself. God made me perfect. I'm perfect. That's it. Second of all, I don't have no problem with people who get surgery. There's Spanish women who get surgery. There's black women who get surgery. All kinds of women who get surgery. I think it's it's dangerous. White women who get and surgery. It, and white women who get surgery, yeah. It's dangerous. They started it's just the most. They the most. Yeah, 100%. Started. So, I get the whole, like... I do get the thing of there are a lot of white women in this country and all over the world who are trying to adopt the features. All right, last clip. Last clip. This has been long. I know. I'm well, sorry. I'm still confused. I know. Well, I, I'll try to explain what the. If you have questions after this, I'll try to explain. Um, well, I, yeah. I agree. People not I think that's feel just, nothing, man. So it's not just females; nah. it's, it's all across. Yeah, it's it's Niggas it's all across. Shit. You know, it's definitely more females but yeah. i you spanish yeah man. i think you spanish <laughs> and the, the reason i asked that too because even when you said the white he he is dead trying to find a way to give her a pass for this shit he is he is working overtime to be like no no it's cool it's, it's all good ha ha i run out the room I'm laughing too hard i can't breathe thoughts tweet back then and mm-hmm. it wasn't your words you were just you know using that the hashtag um I just wondered if that was like a recurring theme that you had to go through as being someone that's in yeah, this culture listen, as a white person where honest, people hate. I'm not going to act like I never walked into a restaurant with a guy I'm dating and got some looks from people. You know what I'm saying? Did Travis like, and any of them like come to help? I'm sorry. Keep uh, Travis actually, after the, um, after the t-shirt thing happened, he brought me out, um, on stage at Rolling Loud. I was like, yo, shout out to Yes Jules. And that was a big moment because that weekend I was supposed to get jumped. Shout out to uh, Scotty Bean. So that weekend, well, I was supposed to... Huh? 
No, because literally people were online like adding me. It's not snitching. Yeah, it's no, out I'm, there. All right, They're I'm like, yo, saying. when I see you, I'm going to jump you. So I went to the festival and people were like, even my own friends didn't want to walk What's with me. What's a jump? Just whatever. Like when you jump you, like no, because like that sentence don't make sense. When I see you, I'm going to jump you. Like when we see you, we gonna jump you. That's, yeah. same, that's I don't know. So ju- it's jump some new shit where they just. Nah, that means just, I'm gonna fuck you it's up. Just saying. It's just you know, like it's bitch, just, watch yeah. out. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah, so that weekend, yeah. it wasn't cool to be my friend, and mm-hmm. and and there were people. X stood next to me, never left my side. He X, even X, X, X. yeah he he oh, even rest God in bless. peace. God bless. Gave me his security just in case because he saw like how people were looking at me and yeah, shit. You know what I mean? So Trev, but other than that, like um. No, a lot of people didn't even, you know what's crazy? I found out who, who, I found out people that I didn't even know fucked with me, fucked with me. And I mm. found out people who I thought were my best friends were trash. Mm. So like literally people whose wedding. So y'all, you trash if you got offended by her. <laughs> Essentially she the victim in this and anyone that felt any kind of way about it is trash. She did nothing wrong. And I'm not saying that it's, you know, the people threatening to jump her, that's cool or whatever, but obviously there had to be people that just was like i don't fuck with you no more and she's like y'all trash for this i can't even say i can't call y'all niggas word right people on that lord this shit and you like dog no when we start making these rules <laughs> nobody informed me my goodness man oh hold on I'm trying to play the rest it's almost over and and it's apparently saying i will spare you the rest of it um <laughs> uh oh did it start over what happened there all right um if it doesn't play i'll try to read it because like it reloaded or something um karen silver said yes jules i'm not sure if you bumped your head before your interview but i never spoke on you doing rolling loud i could care less what opportunities are given to you because your blessings are not my blessings i've been nothing but cordial to you Scotty Bean says, I have to keep this civil. Yeah, I, I the people not going to feel nothing, man. So it's not just females. Nah. Now wants to play, and of course, stop playing when I click back. You son of a bitch. Uh, all right, let me see if I can fast forward to where we were so we can just finish her thoughts before we move on. Last one. Like, when we see you, we going to jump you. That's, yeah. that's I don't know, so ju- it's jump some new shit. All right, we got there. I think he's trying to find humor in it. He's a comedian, but he's because he saw okay, like that explains a lot. Shit, you right. know what I mean? So, Trev, but other than that, like, um, no, a lot of people didn't even. You know what's crazy? I found out who who I found out people that I didn't even know fucked with me, fucked with me, and I mm. found out people who I thought were my best friends were trash. Mm. So, like, literally, people whose wedding I had flown across the world I to mean, be a still, part of their wedding you gotta, you gotta was just like, too. yo, Jules, I gotta just like chill out with being your friend for a second. Yeah, but you gotta keep in mind too, it's industry shit too. Yeah. So dude. it's like, with, with it's that's like, what like just this, this, this what I'm trying to say. Like, I have mad friends. Like, Mook is my friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it, industry too. Like, yeah. want some industry shit, but that's my friend. But it's my man. Yeah. Right. So like, and then there's other people that you know you might even see me in a picture with, even making money with or doing something with. But I think all right so that was their conversation um for the most part anyway it's like a two and a half hour podcast and i think it's on youtube if people want to go see the whole thing in in complete context uh but scotty bean says i have to keep this simple because i have work to do everyone knows you slept your way into the industry secondly at yes jules where are you i'm in newark if i'm also in new jersey city on fridays i'm in a city in the city all the time send me your pen now you and your black friends 
so i guess she's trying to say uh let's fight uh anyways somebody said yes dude's a white supremacist narc um and they had picture proof which was the shirt tweet and then also some tweets that she was she was talking about her issues uh that black women have with her or that she has with black women uh let's see it's a guarantee in any situation i walk in a room with a group of girls um actually let me make this bigger um room has room has men for every ethnicity black men beeline straight to jewels black girls don't like me because black men do she put it in quotes uh white thoughts she put hashtag white thoughts damn why do all these black girls hate me i've been so nice walks out the club with a light-skinned dude what what do you think that means karen you know I you're a black woman speak that young people language okay so it's too young for you to get to understand that's what the problem is all right well um sound like she's saying black women have some issues with her and she keeps pulling all these black men and um that's where the problem's coming from word that's where the problem comes from that's what she said um murder mook is a bama for bringing yes jewels on this platform without addressing the real shit that needs to be addressed when it comes to her yeah see this is also my thing my belief system you can ask her the tough questions yes you can you can challenge her you don't have to be mean because i think everyone associates it with like doing an aggressive like almost an interrogation style interview i'm not asking these dudes to be mean to this person maybe she's their friend or whatever but what's the point of doing the interview if you just gonna be like i'm not really interviewing you and this is just a place for us to like stoke your ego and be like you're the greatest and walk away yeah so for a lot of people they was like well this was the waste of an interview yeah just ask like like i said you don't have to be mean Mm -mm. but just be like well you know and what do you think about that what do you think about you know why why okay so you don't see how you saying this because instead they kind of got nervous mm-hmm. and they seem to kind of be like <laughs> i mean you know people get mad you know nigga, niggas be nigga, you know how it is as opposed to being like nah but you don't see nothing wrong with that's basically like saying the n-word is that not the same to you she could have said no it's not the same to me you know okay well do you say that word in your regular life is that something that you do you know is the people you say it around that's cool with you or whatever nah i would never say that okay so then why would you put that tweet out there you don't understand the backlash at all the white dude was the only one that asked some relevant questions he's like a white person in this space you don't understand like it's nothing you ever did well when i was 19 okay um but yeah and then there's a bunch of people that kind of tweeted um tweeted about it and then the article's full of their tweets but yeah man zero to 100 karen for yes jewels mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh 75 i guess because I, I don't really know how mad to be because mm-hmm. i don't know nothing about her but it's a 75 for that sh- no no it's 100 for that shirt yeah uh so I've, 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 i know you said something about you had questions what were your questions or- oh because okay because i was you know kind of listening and kind of kind of piecing the story together to where it kind of sort of made sense so what you what you played was a podcast that she went on and she was also 
she was but she was also talking about joe budden podcast but she had also she had been, been on joe budden's podcast a long time ago i guess she thought they were cool then they had a fight over them pants or something okay so they weren't cool and then she tweeted out that niggas lie a lot okay thing for some it, reason yeah. i don't know why she tweeted that because it sounded like from the way that she time the incidences he didn't do a podcast about her having a fake ass and all that shit until after she did that so it sounds like she said he she tried to imply that that tweet was to him because he be lying um and sin santana who's joe's well fiance at the time or whatever right went on twitter and started you know dragging her and then joe did a podcast dragging her and then she felt ostracized from like oh i've been betrayed by all these black people but what she fails to mention is that to at least to me i was on twitter at the time it wasn't because sin santana and joe budden black people saw that tweet with that shirt and went fuck you right that ain't had nothing to do with them yeah and that's after the black girls don't like me because i get black men shit she was saying um so yeah it was already a problem like you know it's just certain shit you just can't really say Mm -hmm. you know and then so for me it's a hundred but the reason it's a hundred is not necessarily because of this type of conversation i think you know obviously a lot of cishead black men are just determined to fawn over white women to the point of looking like buffoons i hopefully people see this and see it as silly as i think it is where i think they just look stupid you know what i mean because like why would you want to look stupid for somebody like that i none of y'all gonna fuck anyway so i don't know why y'all super stressed about making sure she comes off great to the audience but whatever my thing is that i've listened to so many podcasts with black men on it cishead black men they Mm -hmm. talk about stuff Mm -hmm. and the way that black women catch hell for every fucking thing out of their mouth that unless it's like just some pick me shit it's all it's like uh you on that feminism bullshit oh and it's like they can't get a word out edgewise you know whenever they do those like state of hip-hop clips that i see on twitter Mm -hmm. like whatever black woman is expressing some feminist shit catches hell you know like like whenever you listen just about any podcast that got black women on it with black men on it it's like a fight you know what i mean what a sexist just to fucking get a word out it's a fucking fight so then i to listen to them basically let her say whatever she wants to as she basically says yes i'm cool with this nigga shit yes i'm cool with being able to you know i'm not gonna say anything about you know the shit i've said about black women i'm not gonna you know uh we're you know we're not gonna get into why scotty beam has a problem with me we're not gonna get into the fact that karen civil never has expressed having a problem with me they just like say whatever you want to and i don't know if they just did it out of like you know the title of the podcast we just trying to offend people and get some clicks or if they really was just like on her dick that bad but whatever it is it just that always bothers me because it's like man you could have asked uh some serious questions in there yeah you know you didn't have to just kick it yeah and that's what it almost looked like because for those of you that didn't see the clip it's literally almost what it looked like one dude had his leg on the corner and just stretched out i was like is we just kicking it with friends or are we actually trying to do an interview here i would have honestly rather that white dude do the interview without them two brothers there it would have been an actual interview then and that's not to say no brothers i would there's brothers i would love to see in that room but if if i had my choice he was the only one that wanted to come with some like well let's talk about why things are the way they are let's not just say i'm the victim and nothing and all this woe is me shit let's be like well why do people why do you think people feel this way about you and he sound like 
imagine funny he actually had knowledge on whatever the situation was that's why he was asking those questions because it sounded like he actually did some research yeah uh all right um let me see what my time is let's get into some uh guest erase uh real quick now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest erase time now that it's time for some guest erase that's right it's guest erase time that's right it's time for guest erase the number one game show going across all the podcast land we really play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right all right um a spring hill man beat his kids with a belt for eating too slow oh shit they best speed up spring hill florida pasco deputies have arrested a man for abusing three children because they didn't eat their breakfast fast enough benny james the third was arrested benny james benny james the third that's a black man was arrested wednesday night at his home in spring hill deputies say the 42 year old hit three children with a belt because they didn't eat their breakfast in a 30 minute time limit oh shit that is a lot of time to eat the breakfast though i will say that but that's also a lot of pressure come on according to an arrest report the children reported being hit with a belt on the buttocks hands and feet and back the arrest report says arms legs too he's just giving them the business wouldn't he wipe me down the arrest report says james then gave the children 10 more minutes to eat when the kids couldn't finish their breakfast deputies say james hit them again what did he feed them the whole chicken i mean maybe it was nasty did you leave shells from the egg in the scrambled egg you burned the bacon like i mean you ain't cooked the grits the grits was gritty the kids are five eight and nine. Oh, you know i, I sympathize with this because when i was a kid i couldn't eat cold grits just couldn't do it y'all my grandma used to pick on me i could not do it once they let them get cold you might as well just throw dog food on my on my tray i was like what is this grandmama and then she would like sometimes she would put some more water in and put them in the pot warm them back up and give them back to me again and, and it you, was so stupid because i really could have just mashed it with my spoon and shit and it would have been soft again but i couldn't do it y'all <laughs> i don't know what the I fuck was wrong with me with my spoon. rest in peace grandma peg um so yeah the two but she never whooped me for not eating them grits no deputy say two of the children had injuries on their upper back hands and feet third had a bruise on each foot okay so you're not just hitting your kids you're you're injuring your kids you're not just whooping them but eating too slow not to say that whooping is okay i think people need to stop hitting kids for any reason other than them kids try to kill you um but as far as the police showed up and it's what and it's like marks and shit you abusing them kids come on he was arrested and taken to the lando lakes detention center oh lando lakes the butter place that's where he should have put some butter on them grits maybe they would have finished them come on flavor them up he is facing three child abuse charges yeah should have put some sugar on them no kids like sugar i'm sorry to pick on this man in case you uh you're his friend all right guys care guess the race oh black all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um it sounds like didn't hit his children in the face with a slice of cheese because black folks don't waste no cheese you had me at you had me at belt black you'll understand when you're grown niggatron billy james and the dynamite kids white a negro black peanut 
fix me some of that dick gregory black <laughs> i only beat you because i love you black this hurts me more than it hurts you black we got a bdw situation black daddy whooping black black is as black does moon cricket mad because them kids are wasting uh the fuck them kids black Aww. it lit those legs up black that sounds black as hell black oh i shared trauma is hilarious it's black <laughs> ah! now somebody did say white damn you look like he'll whoop some kids ass man yes he does that head that headline speaks foot for itself that that's all them kids and got his headline that's an ass whooping headline mm-hmm kids making my hair fall out come on you know that's what he said that's why i'm losing my goddamn hair you goddamn kids spit up a missouri woman was acting out a movie when she shot and killed her boyfriend oh pulp fiction what's happening here um the victim suggested the two play out a scene in the movie that involved a firearm Uh, this is always wild to me because all of these stories are based off of the account of the person who killed the other person in domestic violence right and so these stories are always wild because this is the story that this person thought that the police and the jury would believe and let them go you see what i'm saying because the other person dead right so this is the story that they thought was okay to tell the police we was acting out a movie okay okay directly to prison like what the fuck y'all expect us to say well who knows what the real thing was you could have just walked in and been like fuck you i'm killing you but 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 it's always like what i i I mean your honor i the peanut butter wasn't wasn't it was too much it was too crunchy it's like what that you thought that was okay all right my brand was too hard i had to shoot him kalisha marie preston wait no kalisha marie peterson okay 37 is facing a second degree charge of murder in the slaying uh she was arrested thursday night after police in fulton missouri responded to peterson's report that she accidentally shot her boyfriend david dalton 36 peterson advised that she and david have been watching a movie and drinking alcoholic beverages that evening peterson advised that at some point dalton suggested the two play out a scene in the movie that involved a firearm peterson advised that the two retrieved a handgun kept in the bedroom to act out the scene a taurus 38 caliber revolver held by the woman discharged striking dalton in the head medics attempted to treat dalton and declared that he was dead police officials told nbc news that he cannot provide details about the movie the couple was reenacting and suggested the title or knowledge thereof might be used as evidence i don't know what movie this could be the one where yeah where a woman shoots a man in the head point blank range i guess i don't know this is like i said dead nigger storage in here pow even in the discharge is not willful authorities say peterson should be held responsible for for uh, uh because she handled the weapon which admittedly while admittedly intoxicated so you still going to some level you gotta i guess she was like i gotta plead to some level of guilt they're not gonna believe i just shot this motherfucker and nothing went wrong right uh police also noticed she had a number of prescription medications which could have increased impairment um, oh wait tell you don't take this don't take this uh drug with alcohol right the local district attorney has formally charged peterson with second degree murder as a as well as law well as unlawful use of a weapon karen guess the race of uh kalesha marie P- 
peterson i'm going black karen is going black let's go to the chat room what do you guys believe the name is black but the crime is white i vote mulatto can't have them both serena gotta pick one use the word revolver instead of gun or glock in the article white antique farm equipment second degree white you know you done fucked up bill duke black black they was watching a thin line between love and hate black they white black gotta go black hmm black she wanted to set it off black whiteness white woman and acting out a scene from guns and booty 69 black the correct answer is she was a white woman Some of you did get it right though. Karen missed it. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how any of y'all got that right without uh, knowing the article ahead of time because I would have said black all day. Yeah, I know her resume constantly get thrown in the trash can. She keep wondering why she keep getting denied for jobs. Kalesha? Right. That shit. They, they run that shit like nope yeah like i thought that was definitely a white a uh, black woman come Delicious. on if i didn't have a picture in front of me i damn sure would have missed that i don't know how what y'all y'all had to have seen that before or something because that that was too much all right let's go to the bonus round all right let's do this <laughs> double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far karen is one and one heading into the bonus round are you nervous yeah all right let's see what happens here i'm a little bit i'm hopefully i'll be uh what is it two and three mm-hmm. i wonder if that dude was not enjoying the movie he was like oh man i need this i need this movie to end just kill me you know she was like okay like <laughs> i need another this movie needs another 30 minutes like i need another hole in the head she's like i'll be right back i can do that by the way i'm sorry if you're friends with that man we're we're just making jokes we don't <laughs> we don't actually know him and i'm sorry that he died um a woman claims that demons <laughs> told her to steal a car these demons are getting pretty specific these days. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? We can't arrest demons, so. Sorry. What'd you say? We can't arrest demons, so we got your ass instead. Steal that car. What? A red one. Like, how do demons, what do demons even care if you get a car or not? I'm just trying to help you out. I don't want you to catch the bus no more. Mm-hmm. Thank you, demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, we ain't got no spiritual handcuffs, so you get the real ones. Afternoon employees say they found her oh wait let me see if i rewind it a little bit there we go our camera was rolling as we chased down the woman accused of stealing an suv from the ace renter car thursday afternoon employees say they found her with the stolen car at the travel lodge off airport road did you steal the car oh i don't know what you're speaking about ma'am well we have you on video wearing that same outfit oh really that's nice why did you take the car <laughs> i don't know you don't know demons told me to do it who told you to do it the demons demons told you to steal the car why did they tell you to do that i don't know 
I really don't know. So you admit you took it? No, I didn't take it. The demon took it. The demon took it. Earlier that day, surveillance <laughs> a woman wearing the same clothes at the front desk of the Ace Rent-A-Car. She is then seen in this video driving off in a white Toyota RAV4. She hops in a car that they were in the process of cleaning and drove off. I want you going to go. manager of the place. Employees say the woman was mad because they were overbooked. I tried to rent it, but y'all didn't want to rent me a car. Talking about y'all ain't had no cars for rent. So I stole <laughs> Any more questions? <laughs> when police arrived, the woman hid in her hotel room. Police. Officers eventually okay. made entry and put her in handcuffs. I hope that she gets the help that she needs. Absolutely. Yeah. The woman had little to say once officers put her in a patrol car. They had a right to remain silent, so I mean, what's she supposed to say? Um, well, I personally think I'm in love. If it don't work out, Karen, uh, this is ne- the next Mrs. Morrow, okay? Because mm-hmm, you go right on head. Something about crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Uh, Karen. Mm-hmm. Guess the race. Black. I don't want nothing that good. Mm-mm. You sure? I'm positive. Okay. All right. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Uh, she going to jail now? Uh, yes, she is. Black and tired of this shit. Stole it from the rental car place instead of the car dealership with a lot of sass. Nigga black. Black, red bone black. Born and raised in Compton black. That's that Afro witch black. Black. She is a negra, black. If this ain't the blackest, the woman is black, but she was possessed by a white woman demon. The Holy Spirit came over me, black. Don't give a fuck, black. She innocent, black and black. The correct answer is everyone went with the same thing, and you all got it right, black. I'll try to get to her picture on here. Um this is I think this is her picture. This is her leaving the uh <laughs> leaving the uh that's her facility. She was like that's nice. That she was killing me. She had bars for days. And then she said, "So I stole that shit." Okay? It <laughs> like what? Ma'am, you going directly to jail. <laughs> yes, you are. She was she was not playing around. Well, we have you on video wearing that same outfit. Oh, really? That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, really? That's nice. <laughs> oh, God. That's nice. <laughs> oh, man. I don't you don't know? Demons told me to do it. Who told you to do it? The demons. Demons told you to steal the car. Why did they tell you to do that? I don't know. I really don't know. So you admit you took it? No, I didn't take it. The demon took it. The demon took it. Earlier that day, surveillance... She was wearing the same thing, y'all. It's the same outfit. She didn't even bother to change her outfit. Oh! exact same outfit it's like, the same oh so that woman went nine and one was like this is the she was like no this is the same outfit you committed to cry you didn't change your shirt or nothing roll right back up in there because demons yeah! said she need a, a rav v that rav four Rumors caught a woman wearing the same clothes at the front desk of the ace renter car she is then seen in this video driving off in a white toyota rav four 
She hops in a car that they were in the process of cleaning and drove off. What you gonna I'm go? the manager of the place. The employees say the woman was mad because they were overbooked. I tried to rent it, but Sally wanted to rent me a car. I'm talking about Sally had no cars for rent. So I stole Any more questions? Any more questions? Any more questions? So I stole that shit. Any more questions? No, I mean, you answered all the questions, even for the, the jury, questions. the judge, the police. I mean, no these more are, questions. they can just play this tape in, in court and, uh, that's it. Good grief. Oh, no man. more, no more questions, y'all. No more questions. We need to raise, start a GoFundMe. I want to contribute to it. We need to get her back on these streets. Okay. If it was just Jews, y'all would have did it. Ah! <laughs> intoxicated man who waved a sword at cars was arrested hmm, don't say yeah apparently uh if you wave a sword at cars in public sometimes you get arrested uh here's something you don't hear every day a man's been arrested for waving a sword at cars oh he did that shit well sean rice was arrested saturday after police called uh someone called police saying rice was using a sword to try and stop cars police later found him on 8th street and main avenue and he still had the 30 inch sword he had a blood alcohol content of 0.298 which is nearly four times the legal limit oh he was arrested for disorderly conduct carrying a concealed weapon drawing a deadly weapon and threatening the law enforcement officers authorities still don't know why he was waving a sword and did he cut his ponytail he had on top of his head off too no but i'll tell you why he was waving that sword it's fucking crazy <laughs> agree all right guys we'll be back uh walking dead wednesday for sure we'll see what our schedule looks like tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. so as to be doing be on another podcast possibly but you never know a podcast sometimes it falls through uh all right so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.